When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. Welcome on in. It is another edition of Clap Your Hands. Uh, Elliot Shreparks, Jack Fritz, as we just continue to react to a Sixers basketball team that is filling the city's heart with joy and is bringing. Uh, I think it's. Lifting, they are doing a good job of saving the city after the Eagles collapsing right in front of our face. The team everyone needs, just like everyone predicted. Just like I, everyone look, said. It's like I've long said, you've said since you joined the pod, if you need a team to win, it's the Sixers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're the team where, look, like, look, the, the Phillies blew it. Right. No, no offense. Did not. The Eagles blew it, or at least blowing it. The current process of blowing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the Sixers just chug along, and I and I and I do think. And the good part is they're not going to blow it this year. No, they're not. Right, but <laughs> in all seriousness, we talked about this before the season began about how you know there there'll be in a way like so much less pressure on this team than there's been in a really long time. I think this team is carrying around no baggage right now to an extent. Like a, there's a certain section of the fan base that thinks they are, but mostly when you watch them play, they don't look like a team that's just waiting for the playoffs. They don't no. look like a team that is carrying the past baggage. And they're playing free. And I think we have seen that it is a big deal that they got rid of a lot of people that were central figures in all these playoff losses. That you always said, never time did, to move never, on from. No, nope, nope. <laughs> I always said Maury handled it perfectly. <laughs> so he nailed it. Yeah. Uh, although I will say, our former beard friend. He's playing really well. He's kind of going off. He's playing well. He's kind of going off. There's now, a cl- but- imagine a Clippers-Sixers finals. Well, that's it just has to be how, how it goes, how the script goes. But – I will say too that with Harden, like I wasn't on this in this camp last year, probably because he was a Sixer. But watching him play really well now, I do just think, well, he's going to choke in the playoffs. Yep. And I don't, and you don't feel that way about Max. And we would never, we would never think watching the team right now, the Sixers, that they're going to choke it away in the playoffs because right. that's not what they do. No, correct. Because now the they're pressure, a different team. Because now the pressure of the city is now on their shoulders. Correct. Which again, no big deal at all. All they do is come <laughs> through in those situations. Well, many people say the season begins on Christmas. Yeah, almost there. Well, hold on, but I would say this. With the new in-season tournament, does the season really begin earlier? Be- good point. Because the in-season yeah, tournament right. matters so much. It does begin earlier. Um, shout out to the Lakers for yep. putting up the banner. <laughs> Looks great. <laughs> they Love have, it. I don't think they've won a game since. Oh, really? Like I, well, they already have a trophy. So. Well, they, they, they very clearly wanted LeBron to, yeah. to, to be the, the well, figurehead. And LeBron is a good teammate, wanted his teammates to get the money. Right, because he's, he's not a me guy. No, he never has been. Um, never will be. But I, 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 as we, you know, barrel towards Christmas, and we'll, yeah. again, we will get to everything going on with the team right now. Cannot we, wait. We to, will talk about the Sixers. Believe it or not, I cannot wait. You know, opening presents. It's gonna be a great day. Yeah. Like just being able to bet on that first noon Getting game right after. Little walkie is little, first. Uh, yeah. First MB jersey. First. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 I think he's. I think he's getting a little Hertz jersey. 
Is he? Yeah, just, you know, is that what Santa's bringing him? Seems like a mistake. <laughs> the timing on that one maybe isn't great. You might want to get him a, a Mariota number yeah. eight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, obviously we'll, uh, Christmas is your favorite time of the year. <laughs> You're like, Daddy, <laughs> do you like Hertz? <laughs> yeah, I love him. Always been my yeah, guy. Always been a number one fan. Um, yeah, so Christmas, obviously, hopefully everyone has a great Christmas. I know it's your favorite time of the year, Elliot. It's the best time of the year. Uh, it really is. So it's the best time of the year, most hopeful time of the year, until exactly December 26th. I agree. It, get, <laughs> it gets dark quick. Like, then all of a sudden it's cold, like it's dark early, all those things. Like, so, the cold feels a little bit more bearable when there's holiday yeah. cheer. Well, there's nothing like walking in the house, and it just feels warm. Like, the tree is up. We have, like, you know— Little smaller trees all around the house. I don't know what you would call them. It's adorable. Like, yeah. How many you. how many little Christmas trees do you have around? Your They're house? not little Christmas trees. They're like foliage, is maybe is what it's called. Ah, uh, garland. You, know, you have garland. Garland. Yes. Garland. Yes. You got garland around. Uh, we uh, we're a big garland household. Yeah. I I just I don't get why people don't like decorating for Christmas. No, it's great. It's amazing. Put Jill a Christmas I, movie on. A little candle. So I haven't. I guess I haven't felt the holiday spirit yet this year because I've been getting home way later. Yeah, true. And the Eagle season is crumbling, so like there's been there's been bigger issues than Santa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you know, I haven't watched I haven't watched uh, Christmas Vacation yet. You know? I, that is, I think, the best Christmas movie by far. I think it's like well, Love Actually is up there too. But <laughs> the other answer is Elf. But yeah. Oh, dude, I think Elf is the dumbest movie there is. Like. Elf is just literally the same joke again and again. It's like, oh, he's an adult that's acting like a kid. That's it. That's the whole movie. Again and again. Oh, he thinks that candy's funny because he's an adult that's acting like a kid. He's dressed like an elf because he's an adult. Like, like, what's the what's the humor? Like, there's no cleverness. Now, to do it. you watch? Do you watch uh, the Hallmark Christmas movies? Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they are. You know, Joe Giglio's family writes them. Really? Yeah, like his extended cousin or something. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's adorable. <laughs> it is. That's cute of Joe Gilio and the and the and the, and the group over there. But yeah. yeah. Um so how yeah. about those sixers? So how about those sixers? <laughs> I guess we'll get now. Nah, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um and Beat puts up fifty one. Maxi puts up thirty five. Yeah. Uh and Beat is now the front runner again to win the MVP. My by a own, lot. By a lot. My only thing is I, I hope he doesn't gun for it again. All right. I and I know that I know it's gonna here. make you mad. I know it's gonna let me get it out. Let me okay. just get this All out. Right, go ahead. I'm very happy he's playing well. I think he's playing better than last year. And I, I am appreciating him again because I don't think I'm ever gonna see a player as talented as him in the history of my maybe of my lifetime. I agree. And I know I'm only thirty, so it's a, got a some time. That's a pretty grim outlook. It'll be weird when you're like seventy and you're telling people like Embiid and your little kids like, eh, he wasn't a real player. Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so all the Wilt stuff's gonna come back to bite For me. For sure. Because I'll probably be hosting shows here yeah. and people will be like, This player's way better than Embiid. And I'm like, son. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about twenty twenty three Joel Embiid. Jumper, a mid range jumper. <laughs> this guy doesn't hold a candle yeah. to, to the greatness of Joel Embiid. But my problem is problem's probably a strong word. But my issue is that this is what happened last year, is that he gunned for it. Tired in the postseason, and they crumbled again. Like he does. I don't want the. I don't want the MVP to be his main priority this year. I just think you're connecting things that aren't there. Like like you're you're taking last year, and in this year to extent. But him, not like, just last year. He's gone for the MVP for four straight years. He has. But like, why does gunning for the MVP? Why can't that also be stated as he's playing really hard during the regular season? Because I don't need him to play really hard in the regular season. Why? But he's because he's bigger. But what? He's but what they've done in the past has not worked. There there has been no indication that playing. He went him for it last year. But no, no, no. What I'm saying, there's been no indication that playing him fewer games in the regular season will keep him healthy in the playoffs, right? 
As, like, it's well, been, because, what, yeah, seven of the... years of the playoffs? He's hurt every year. Like, sometimes it's, he plays all the time. Sometimes he rests. Sometimes he goes in healthy. Sometimes he goes in hurts. Like, at this point, I think you just have to just go all out and just see what happens. I Like, I think pl- managing minutes for the postseason, in my opinion— is a pointless game. Well, at least he's at least he is sitting a lot of fourth quarters. So, yeah. So that's important. I mean, he is averaging. Like Doc always said. I think he's averaging more points per more points than minutes played. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, he's scoring like twenty points in the first quarter, and then he's like almost at forty by the end of every third. But it's not even about. It's How many even, points do you think he could average if his sole intention was to average a ton of points? Well, he, already, he kind of does that already. I was like, you think he could average forty? Like if he played in the fourth quarter? Uh yeah. He got, I think so, right? Didn't Harden get 36 one year or something like that? He got pretty high. He got right? pretty high. Yeah. He got pretty high. But my thing with, with Embiid, it's not a, not all about playing hard, and, and I think that's important, and that's fine. But it's more about is he also trying to just score all the time rather than, than getting other people involved well, in the it, game? he's passing it more than he ever has. Well, he had three assists in his 51-point game. He games. did, but he was also on fire. Like, I don't know. But he's also kind of been on fire. Like, we, we've, seen this, we've seen this in the regular season before, and then they get to the postseason and everything becomes stagnant. Was beginning me hope about the beginning of the season right. was that he was moving the ball better and and it was not just Embiid go score like we all know what regular season NBA basketball is to a certain extent. Yeah, it's with, different than the postseason. It slows down and there's yeah. and there's not really game planning. There's not right. Like, it's, it should be easy for him to score on a lot of these guys. Now Gobert is impressive. He'll score fifty one on Gobert and, and Cat, who's a loser. But yeah, like, he is a loser. <laughs> but, I mean, Gobert's a loser too, to be fair. For sure. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Really, they just have such. Winner energy from Anthony Edwards. It over overtakes all of that. Speaking of Anthony Edwards, I was going to bring that up later. But yeah. but you see his post game quote. Yeah, that they could they'll never lose because he's the most unstoppable player or something like that. What does that sound like? It's coming to six. He's going to be a six. Coming home. Yeah. He's coming. He's home. coming home. I mean, I don't think he's going to re up in Minnesota. Like he might, and then request out. But I, I don't think he will spend his entire career in Minnesota. Embiid going to Team USA. Yep. It's all Anthony coming Edwards together. Edwards on Team USA. Would you trade Maxi straight up for him? In a heartbeat. Okay. I mean, I would too. I just wanted to make I sure. Said, I said uh, on the air yesterday, I did not agree very <laughs> defiantly. You know. But you would trade Embiid for him? No. I uh, said that I would rather have him than Tatum. I, I'm good with that take. I was in on Tatum, but I think Tatum is actually like starting to have more loser moments than people want to admit. All he does is go to conference finals and lose. He I went, feel like he gets hurt all the time too, like in big games. Well, he just has, he just has those games where he drifts. Now yeah. he does have he does have game sevens where he scores fifty some. He does have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean heading into the the but latter. But fair, he did it against the Sixers. He did, and game six he did take over. Right after only scoring six points in the yeah, first. Yeah, the three Sixers quarters. allowed him to let exactly that right. He basically no showed in game six, and the Sixers were like, "We'll just no show a little more." Yeah, hey, <laughs> we'll we'll out no show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not letting you no show to this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it'd be like, it's it's I, I love the scoring. He's really impressive. It's just. Is this we've seen him do this before, where it's like he goes scores goes and scores all the time, right. and we've seen it get stagnant in the postseason. And unfortunately for the Sixers, and unfortunately for you, and unfortunately for the listeners of this podcast, I am now back in postseason form. Okay. Where every every time I watch them, I think, is this good, good enough for the postseason? We need to record more often so we get a pod every once in a while where you're you're not in that mode. But all right, so here will be my my counter to that. I I agree that. The best version of this team involves an Embiid that is passing the ball because he's very good at it and it gets other people involved. But don't get it twisted. Like, I don't want him to be Jokic. Like, I don't want him to turn into this guy that is like a you know essentially the point guard. Like, uh-huh. I want. I don't him think to he be... ever will be though. No, but that's what I'm saying. So he has the ability to score in a way Jokic does not. He has an ability to take over a game as a scorer. A few players in the NBA have. 
So I get your point that you want him to get other people involved. I think he's shown this year he's willing to do that. And I also think having a head coach in Nick Nurse this year that come playoff time, you're right, where they're game planning more than they are now. Like Embiid seems very willing to pass the ball. He seems very willing to listen to what Nick Nurse wants him to do. And I think come playoff time, if that's the way they have to go, I think he'll do it. He did it last year against the Nets when he had to do it. I know, but the Nets stink. No, but the point I'm making is I think Embiid is coachable and wants to listen. And I think now he is a better coach. But early early in this year or this season so far, he's on a heater. Like I don't I don't want the ball out of his hands. I don't want him passing it to Tobias Harris. I want him with the way he's shooting and the way he's dominating, I want him to have the ball as much as possible. So um and I think that's fine for the regular season. My, I guess my my concern comes down to is this sustainable? And I, I was like the, the Minnesota win, like if they, he's healthy, I think it is though. In the Minnesota win, they dominate. Like, yeah. They dominated the best team in the West. I know people probably don't think they're the best team in the West, but record wise, well, and the best defensive team in the league. Nice, <laughs> they are <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> well, it matters when you when you talk about how well they play. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I guess I just. I mean, I've always I, been big on. You've defense. always been big you know on. That. Yeah, exactly. I know. So it's like you talking about uh, basketball defense is not something I was anticipating. Well, that was my point. I know, uh, but they dominated, and that's fine. It's just it was. I, I don't know how sustainable like. Fit, if they don't get a, a Herculean performance from Joel and Max doesn't score 35, no one else scored in double figures. But I think that's just how it's going to be. But like that's if you, not – you can't win. But you can win if – all right, I'll guarantee you this. If Embiid averages 51 points in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And Maxi averages – no, the point I'm making is if they're playing at the best of their ability, they can absolutely win this way. You don't need – I get your point about having a lot of people involved, and I think to an extent you're right. Like the way the Nuggets won their cheap fake ring is by having sure. a lot of people involved. And, like, so I get that point, and I do like the Sixers' depth this year. But ultimately, it is going to come down to, like, do Embiid and Maxi show up. So if you're going to get 80 combined points, remember, whatever it was, but what that if, is a winning formula. All right, so, like, what if a team, in the postseason I anticipate that someone's going to have a better plan to take out Tyrese Maxi? You know, not- but, but real quick, to, to just give Maxi some credit, the Timberwolves are the number one defense in the league. They have great defensive uh, perimeter players. He's faced teams recently with great defensive perimeter players, and he's done really well. And it's not to take anything away from that. I know it, you're it's not because I think I think Maxi. It was a good bounce back performance because I thought he kind of been slipping. And yeah. the three point, I agree. The three point numbers have slipped. I still hit him for five threes, so don't worry about it. Okay, good. I did take him for 30, 35, <laughs> and five threes. It's a good little ladder for you. Yeah, um, the Jack Fritz ladder of uh, gambling. <laughs> yes, exactly. 30, 35, and five threes. Exactly right. Because um, sometimes you got to feel it. You know. Well, what I mean? you can always tell when you don't fully. Not you, but like in general speaking, in me, like whenever you can always tell you don't fully believe in a player. Where if they have like three bad games, you're like, up oh, here we go. Yeah, but like it's also, he, we're still not, learning about Tyrese Maxey. That's what I mean. Like, I, as much as I believe in him, and he is probably the best player Embiid has ever had next to him, and I think the Timberwolves game showed, like, this is the best chance they have to win the title. But he does, I mean, he also has to prove in the postseason, too. Well, and it was impressive that they extended the lead against a good team and a good defense when yeah. Embiid was on the bench. Yeah. And it was and it was a Maxey-led unit. So I think, that's, I think that's important. It was a good Maxey game. It's just... I, I, we know how postseason basketball works. 51 points is a lot of points. It is. And but he's just playing so well he right He is. Now. But it's also, it, it's kind of easy for him in the regular season. Like so who's, let me ask who's you. Gonna wanna bat, who's who's going to want to like really be physical with Joel in a regular season game? Like no one's really interested in doing I, I agree. that right That's now. a fair point. But let me ask you this. Is your concern that he'll be injured come playoff time? No. Or, so like, let's say the playoff started today. I can't be worried about injury with him. Like I, I, I can't. I agree. It's, it's wasting mental energy. It's unfair. Uh, yeah, but my point is, if the playoff started today, do you think the way he's playing is good enough to take them through the East? I think or the style of obviously. He's I think it's outside. good enough to get them past the second round. Yeah, which is is that, is that the goal of the year? <laughs> well, I think once they get past the second round, they'll be a major 
weight lifted off I, their shoulder. Well, and they're playing right now like a, like already a weight has been lifted off their shoulders. Yeah. They're playing with the renewed energy. Well, I think they the the biggest difference between them and what I feel like I'm looking at with the Eagles right now. This is gonna make ready you, for the Eagles to take some shots. This is gonna make you mad, but. I see a team that believes far more in their coaching staff than uh, you are. Like you and Sirianni, man. He's just he, he's he's so not the guy. But whatever, we we, <laughs> we can we can argue about that another day. But like they look like they just like last year. I thought the Eagles believed in in everything that they were doing. Yeah, and, well, I think Embiid definitely does. And I think that they just look like they believe in this coaching staff and what they are preaching more than like Doc Rivers. You know, yeah. Doc they blew. <laughs> Everything they went up by 20, I was like, how are they going to make this a close yeah, game? Yeah, agreed. This year, it's like they get up by 20, just what they do. So I think it's definitely Nick Nurse, like I for sure. I think he's come in. And I do think, we talked about this in preseason, I do like the way he kind of attacked head-on the idea that this is a team that's lost a lot. I forget the exact wording he gave in the speech, but it was something about, like, uh, you know, like, why not win? Or, or something like that, like, win every day. It, it was, like, uh, attacking the fact that, you know, just because you have lost before doesn't mean you're going to lose in the future. And I do think it's important, and this is to bring another Eagles parallel in, like when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, I don't know if you know that, but they lost, that like coming into the year there was a lot of debate of like how much do you embrace it, right? And there was a whole thing with Jalen's lock screen to the picture of him walking off the field. And I think that with the with the Super Bowl, the tough thing is do you want to use it as motivation or do you want to kind of like put it in a corner and ignore that it's not there? I like the fact that Nick Nurse seems to have decided that with these past playoff performances, he's going to, like, squarely put it in the middle. And he's not going to, like, hide from it. And I think it's it's helped the team in, in a lot of ways because they're, like, it's not ignoring the elephant in the room. Yeah, I just, I think when he, and I know this is, uh, I don't know if it makes sense. Well, those are the best type of podcast points. <laughs> but when he's, when he talks, I believe him. You know what I mean? Like when he talks post game, I'm like, he seems like he has an idea. There's of what something he's doing. about the fake glasses that add to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like Patricia came out with glasses, and it makes him seem well. See, but Patri- Patricia's problem <laughs> is that he had him down towards the nose, dude. The, all right, so obviously you are. By the way, you are such a sucker for press conferences. I'm it's very sickening. impressionable. I'm very <laughs> impressionable. Sickening. But you, to be fair, you weren't there. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm just saying. I would have liked. This, I would have liked to seen the uh, Patricia press conference, but the Eagles never tweeted it out. So all right, I'll tell you something. And I know you'll bring this up on the air, but whatever. So he went around before the press conference and shook all the writers' hands. Oh! And I swear and my then life, you tweeted I swear after how life, Brady did. I swear my life, that's not why. Oh, you are I think just, he did awesome. you it are really, sickening. It really is not. It really is not. But he, he was he was putting on a show. You sure. are sickening. I know. Well, I, 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 the second I started to say this, I was like, I shouldn't tell this story. Well, I'm on at three, and I'm sure you're going to bring it up. And but. Sirianni also shook your guys' hands when he, he came did out. Early the, on, yeah. Early on, and yeah. Haven't seen a, a a hard story since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's the only one holding him accountable. Someone has all he's to do done it. is won like 85 percent of his games and take him to the Super Bowl. But I don't know if you heard. He's coaching for his job down the stretch. Oh yeah, there. I think I think a lot of people heard that yeah. in South Philly. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's coaching for his job. Yeah, Nick yeah. Nick Nurse not coaching for his job. He's, no. Well, you know what's interesting today? So we had a poll, um, and this is Sixers related. We had a poll. Uh, Ooh, best coach in the city. Best coach in the city. So there was the four coaches. Whoever coaches the Flyers, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Sirianni, Rob Thompson, and. Uh, yeah, Nick Nurse. Yeah, and Nick Nurse. I know it's Tortorella. I just yeah, want to see I, how I was, long it was. I was take. kidding. I know yes. it. Yeah. Um, and uh, no Jim Curtin. No Jim Curtin. Interesting. Which is sick. Well, because all he does is choke, right? I mean, that's that's kind of been the mo. Yeah, he does lose big games. All that he is does true. Is lose big games. Yeah. The Glad Andy the Andy Reid of the 2020s. Talk Union. Um, but uh, guess what percentage Nick Nurse got? 
I think I saw it. Was it like 46%? Yeah, it was like, yeah, 46, 48%. That's, I mean, which is so funny. That's yeah. It's it's, it's so it's so like it's basically forty six percent of people voting against Sirianni. Well, it's also like I remember those polls, and Doc was always winning them when the Sixers had regular season success a couple years ago. So it's like, but but like there's an argument. I mean, he's the only head coach in the city that won a championship. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Tortorella he has won a championship, (laughs) but he won it's like twenty ten. Right. Yeah. So Um, so that was eight lifetimes ago. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Nick Nurse has an argument for it, and he's showing it. Like, the team, again, I looked this up before we put the pot on, if you're ready for some advanced numbers. Mm -hmm. They're number one in net rating by a a wide margin. They're number two in defensive rating and number one, or number two in offensive rating. Like, there's a a very strong argument the Sixers are the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Well, and and the the good part for them, and and it's why this year now matters so more and why I am now having to look at only the playoffs when I watch if this team's good enough, is because there's, there's no great team in the NBA this year. But like, but to, like the fact that the Wolves are the best team in the West, the Nuggets will get hot. I get that. Yeah, but they're frauds. The Suns maybe if Bradley Beal can ever be healthy. Yeah, they're a fake team. And they're, but the, and, the, and they're the same thing every year. They're very top heavy. Right. Clippers very top heavy. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, maybe if those three can stay healthy in a playoff run, but it's James Harden. I, I, yeah. And then in the East, I mean, who's in the, who's who's it? I mean, it's the Celtics. It's the Celtics, the Bucks, and then you have to include the Nuggets. Obviously, I'm talking overall. And then the Heat. Like take it for what it is. I know. Every, I know. Just... I, I agree. I agree with you. But just throwing it out there, I think the Timberwolves game to me was a major. Like I don't want to say this team is different because I feel like I said that last year and it didn't work out. Although they did almost win the title, but like the Timberwolves win to me was such a strong indication of what this team can be. And I know that fifty-one points to your point is not going to happen all the time. But to see him beat a Maxi, step up in that game, comp- and play like complimentary basketball, both show up in a big way. Both, I mean, obviously, Max had over thirty and beat fifty against a very an elite defensive team and the best team in the West. Like, they just look like a championship team. I'm sure we're going to get into trades in a second, but coming off of that game, there was a lot of all right. They got to make the move now. I just don't think they're in a des- in a point of desperation. Like, yeah, I think they, they can, are. I think they can be very selective in what they do. No, they can't. They can't. It's I just a, why it, because they're they so clearly need another so, piece. I'm not saying I would to be to be. I'm not clear. saying they made the trade right now. I'm talking about like this deadline. No, I get I get what you're saying. But what I what I mean is I I would make a trade like I'm not anti trade but I they can win a title as currently constructed I don't think so you just said how open how wide open the league is I know but I think if they go get a, a real third option they have a better chance but I, I think is currently constructed they can win so like the Levine thing all right so let's use your boy that you love so much would rather have Toby here I know you would but like so the Levine the Levine thing is a good look at how much you want to go in on this year. Because if you trade for Levine this year, you are obviously acquiring his contract for the rest of it. So, like, Levine is like, – damaged goods isn't the re- the perfect term, but he's not the elite star that could become available in a little bit. So, if you trade for Levine because you really have a chance to win this year, you are really going all in on this year because you're potentially hurting yourself for the future. I think they, they have the ability to wait a little bit and see if someone else comes along. And frankly, if at the deadline the only option is Levine, I'm not I'm not sure I'm pulling that trigger. Like I probably would because I like to make trades, but I don't I, I'm not like sold on it as the move. So I think the Levine thing is the perfect barometer for people who know basketball oh and the God. people who don't know basketball. <laughs> okay. So the people that don't know basketball say go get Zach Levine. Right. Okay. The people that do know basketball know that they've won every game he's that been hurt. Winning basketball. That know right. winning I know. basketball. They're like the ninety six Bulls without him. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. But but like he wouldn't be the main guy here. No, so so if it comes down to all right, if it comes down to this for me, 
Levine at the deadline or no trade and wait for a bigger star. I'm team no trade or a bigger star. So that so that's the interesting thing. Like if they trade for let's say OG Ananobi, like you're which pop- I am definitely talking myself into. Yeah, I'm in on it. Well, tonight we'll get a chance to watch him. So nice, be fun. Yeah. Nice. Well. <laughs> Do a scouting report on him. I can't wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at his defensive net rating after yeah, the game. Don't worry, it'll be good. Yeah. I'm only gonna lock in on his one player. Motion stats. Oh man. <laughs> his deflections. Yeah, how many miles he runs during the game, whatever. That's exactly right. Um but uh so like with OG, like you trade for him at the deadline and he's a free agent, so you would likely resign him, but at least you're not locked in. I get you get his rights though, right? Yeah. The benefit of trading for someone at the deadline. Here's a little NBA salary cap talk for you. See, see how it, how close do you think you are to being able to run a basketball team? I know you think you can run an NFL team, basketball team. Are you getting there or what? I would need a cap guy, but outside of that, I think I could. Cool, do it. awesome. I think I'd be good at. I think I'd be better at scouting basketball than I would football. It's a, it's a really good take. <laughs> what do you, really good take. How would you? I mean, obviously yours would be baseball. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I dude, I do think I, I'm close enough to where in a couple well, of years. Baseball's not even hard. There's no. Cap, you just write the check. Oh no, no, I'm just talking. About, I I only want to be a, a, a eye test man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Be a scout? I, I don't need to run the team. All right, I just want to be a part of it. Would you leave WIP to be a scout for the Phillies? Uh, I actually almost did that. Wow. Yeah. Like recently? No. It was, uh, okay. it was when I was doing evenings. All right. Yeah, I was in the process of of maybe m- maybe making... going to the 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 Phillies. Yeah. Glad I was gonna say the dark side, but that's not no, fair. It would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, I would not because scouts make no money. I would need a. I would. I would need to immediately be inserted into a role that would not require me to leave. As opposed to the lucrative field of uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> clap your hands. Come on, man. Someone's yeah. gotta do this podcast. Yeah. Um. No, I think. I think. I think I could work in an MLB front office, but I already told people involved that <laughs> that. I will. Ne- you're better. You're, you're like a. You're better used on the outside. <laughs> well, no, well, no. What I said was you can help the team more from the booth than you can from the scouting thing. I, I already said there will be. I will never bring up analytics when evaluating a player. I will only like no spreadsheets. I, I, strictly eyes. I'd love to hear this interview with you. Yes. You come in like you know. Wait, I just like no analytics. Yeah, no, none, yeah none not it. doing it. None yeah. of it. Get these calculators yeah, out like, of here. Do you, like, do you know how to run this software system? Not at no, all. No. Yeah. But I'll tell you if a baseball player pencil is good behind your ear. Yep. I'm a big pencil behind here, guys. Me and Patricia. So here's here's my issue with the Patricia thing. His, awesome. Okay. His thank you. <laughs> and here's why I wouldn't trade for Zach Levine. But his pencil behind his ear, he like has the part in his ear is like the eraser. Like it, like it comes far out of his ear. Like it is not like halfway through. Yeah. I don't know how it stays up. So do you think he gets a fresh pencil every day? Or do I do he, actually. Or do you think he wears one down? Well, you never see him with a short pencil. No, it's interesting. Yeah. Someone, someone to I, monitor. I mean, clearly, can you, can you monitor Matt Patricia's pencil length? It would be a good <laughs> pause. <laughs> um, it would it would be a good uh a good bit to like notice how like. See if it's getting smaller. Yeah, yeah, if he's using it. Yeah, if he, yeah. he clearly is using it. Where like it's a prop. It's a, yes, one hundred percent. He's aware of what's going on. Yeah, he's a, he 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 has been. It's a way to show. It's a way to show I'm doing work. Yeah, like I'm writing down stuff. Agreed. Although, why would you use a pencil? Well, you're the one that says you don't want to use like analytics. Pencils don't seem very analytical. Well, analytical. Like, use a pen. I no one uses pencils. Erasers, We're not children. And like erasers don't erase well. Has anyone used a pencil? When's the last time you used a pencil? Honestly, like there's no way you. I don't think I can remember. Like you graduate, maybe, you graduated high school in what 06? Yeah. Have you used a pencil since? Well, you probably college you did. No, but. I mean, I, well, also I maybe like electric pencils. I used an electric pencil, but a pencil that like the one he's using 
It would probably have to be like middle school. Yeah, that's that's a Ticonderoga. <laughs> that's a what? That's, that's probably the type of pencil it is. <laughs> okay, all right. That's what it is. It's a, it's a company. Right. I thought it was just called number two pencils. Yeah, but the company is Ticonderoga uh, okay. number two pencil. You and you and uh, Matt Patricia have to <laughs> talk about this. Two big pencil this. guys. Yeah. Um, so back to Zach Levine. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, but um, I'm definitely talking myself into the the OG Schroeder idea that I that I floated yeah, out more. Yeah, I like that idea. Here, here's a hypothetical for you. So the Cavs are falling apart since we've last recorded. Um, if the, who's falling apart more, the Sixers or the uh, the Cavs or the Eagles? <laughs> Cavs or the Eagles? Uh, very pro Eagles pod, as you can tell. Yep. Um, if if the right, you're Daryl Morey, yeah, it's the trade deadline, and let's say that everyone's playing exactly the same. Let's say Maxi makes All Star team, like everything's going well with the Sixers as they are right now. Mitchell's available. The Cavs call you and they say we will trade you Donovan Mitchell for Tyrese Maxi straight up right now. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? No. Why? Because I think Maxi in a couple of years is and and right now is just as good as Donovan Mitchell. So I'm not sure I'd do it, but I think the argument for it would be. Mitchell is in some ways like the version of Maxi you hope Maxi is in two years. But I think and you that, get him now when Embiid is. See, the thing that you clearly lack is. Um, is why I couldn't be a scout for the ex- Phillies. Exactly right. <laughs> the thing that you clearly lack is emotional intelligence. There yeah. is no way that moving Tyrese Maxi off this team and bringing in Donovan Mitchell would do good in that locker room. It's a good point. Like, like, it's a good point. Like, like if, the, if you're essentially. Like even if Mitchell is better than Maxi right now, and Mitchell might be a good guy, but I agree. It's with not, Maxie but it's is, not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. But what Maxi and Embiid clearly no, have. No, you're right. Like you're, you're telling right. me, Embiid is like he's calling his kid the franchise. Yeah, they're doing they're doing post game interviews together. Like clearly have a bond. We talk about the vibes on this team, and it's like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna trade it for Donovan right, Mitchell. How about this? Now I would still do it for Edwards. Cause I think Edwards is that big. How many upgrade. players in the league would you trade Maxi for? Um. So here's a good one that I think is interesting. Would uh, you trade? You love trading away. All would you of trade him for Luca? Uh, probably. I don't know if it's as clear of a yes as I thought before. Well, so, like, all right. Luca, Halliburton. Uh, you would trade him for Halliburton? I would trade him for Halliburton. Okay. Uh, Tatum? Tatum. Edwards. Edwards. I mean, I don't Booker. even want to ask, but Jokic? No, well, there's no point. Right. <laughs> there's no, there's okay. no point. I would try, I'd still trade him for Booker. Would uh, you trade Embiid and Maxi for Jokic and Jamal Murray? Uh, uh No. All right, good. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's probably about it. It's probably Booker, Tatum, Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, and... Uh, Steph? No. Too old? Too old. But you could win a title this year. I know. All right. I would not trade him for Kawhi, even though I think Kawhi's no, still I great. No, I agree. Kawhi is weird in the way that, like, I'll just be scrolling Twitter, and it's like, oh, Kawhi had, like, 36, 15, and 7 last night. He's on a little bit of a heater right yeah. now. Yeah. He's starting to shoot the three pretty well. And look, I, I traded him for Luka. I just... I don't know. They're they're a very fake team. Who? The Clippers. Oh, every every year. Yeah. I mean every year with the Clippers. Um all right. So, uh we have uh, the uh Shams report yesterday about OG and, and Levine. Seems like they're down, yeah. down to those two. That's completely Do you, do you that, believe the Levine hype? Uh with who? Like do you think Everett, the Sixers are actually interested? Mm, I think he wants to be a Laker. Yeah. So I think I, I, think I it's don't mo- buy the Sixers are in on it. I don't think they really want him. I don't think they really want him. And if it comes down to deadline time, uh Levine or no trade, I'd rather go no trade. All right. Uh, OG, I would still be in on just from the standpoint of really good three-point shooter, really good defender, uh, and it's not going to take the ball out of Tyrese Maxey's hands. I, I would rather trade for OG than Siakam. Cause I, think Siak- I think Siakam, the only way he's really valuable is if he has the, the ball a lot, yeah. and we both want that to be Maxey and B's job. Yep. So OG provides a lot of Draymond Green-ish type things. He's not going to bring the ball up. Bad analogy right now. Well, I know, but but 
but he's going to be a better shooter, play, play good defense. He's not right. going to move the ball like Draymond used to. But you get another star kind of level player here. Is he good enough to where you can throw him the ball in a – that's an old sign, James. <laughs> a sign I'll, here I'll that ex- says, run, Fritz, run. Right. Yeah, it's an old yeah. sign. It's, it's uh, one it's, of the better bits the station's done. Yeah, but. it's for the eight-minute mile a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, that was 10-minute mile. It was eight-minute mile. 7.52, by the way. Okay. I believe you, but I thought it was 10. It was eight. I know I believe you, but I did think it was 10. <laughs> 7.52. Yeah, I was, I was there, it's remember? One, it's one of the biggest feats I've ever done in my life. Yeah, it is crazy. Fransky and LA called that. It's so funny. Yeah. Now they were obviously very bored. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I would say they probably enjoyed it. They did enjoy it. They'd enjoy it now more, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just the, the my only concern with the OG thing is it more of the same of what they already have. And See, I don't know. So I think it's just a way better version of what they. Have. I agree. Yeah, it's like a it's like a three times as good version of Melton. Yeah. Well, and Melton, I mean, like, I was kind of banged up the other night. Didn't come yeah. out in the second half. He's Kind of, he had a good three point shooting streak for like three weeks, and he's back to cratering. Yeah, if they can, my 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 fake Toby trade involves a Melton upgrade. I'm sick. You're really cooking on Melton right now, so keep, keep going. I love No, it was good. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. It was good. It was what? good. It was what? good. I just know what else there. I I like. I feel like I fall in this trap whenever I start to talk about Melton. I don't know what to say. Like I know he, he's just kind of there. Well, no, I know he's he's just there. It's just it's hard to take a team that is supposed to be in the finals. Or make a deep run seriously, and I like Melton. With Melton as a starter. With I Melton agree. as a starter, I agree. He needs to be the sixth man. Yeah, or like seventh man. Yeah, uh, no more than eight. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, Toby for Kevin Herter and Trey Lyles. Um, Trey Lyles shoots the the three at a very very high clip. Yeah, uh, he can basically just stand in the corner. Kevin Herter. For some reason, it's completely cratered. The last yeah. like two- well, I just remember him as the Hawks. Kevin I know. Crater. Well, yeah. I bet because I bet on him every single night. Like I'll always Smart. take him twenty points and five threes, four threes. Twenty points seems like a lot for him. It is, but the odds <laughs> are good on it. Um, do you win? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But I just like Malik Monks had a more of a bigger role out there. Yeah. They, they need to make a trade. <laughs> Toby feels like a king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. He's probably been a king. He must have. No, he has not been. Okay. He's been he's rumored to be a king. He's got to check that off his list. Yeah, he's got to. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, at one point, his career needs to be a king. Listen, he's been on all, almost all, Pistons. Yeah. He's been on the Magic. Well, you got to be a king. Yeah. So here's the guy I think I'm in on that I wasn't last time we did the pod. What do you think about uh, Laurie Marketing? Uh, I, well, right now I'm mad at him. But you can get over that. Well, dude, this would be a problem for you as a GM. Well, had, yeah, because I'd be <laughs> betting. Well, I, bet, I, I bet on him last night. And he well, luckily it. I would not be allowed to. Right. Uh, Legally. No, no, I had three. So I, so he had three three threes in the first quarter uh, against Cleveland the other night. Yeah. I had him for five. Unbelievable. Four and five. He missed. He was three of eight. <laughs> he was three of eight. So I had no, you know that like Shaq thing where it's like, I apologize, I wasn't familiar. He's good. Yeah. Dude, he shoots like 40% from three on almost eight attempts. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm I'm in. Yeah, the thing is. I also is, think he is the perfect like, like he'll come in and not like change anything other than helping the team. Like I don't think he's going to come in and like demand the ball from Embiid and like, I yeah. seems I'd rather have him and then Porzingis, so then he get the get the upgrade well, Porzingis there. Porzingis is a loser. Yes. And Porzingis would demand the ball. Yeah. Porzingis would come in here and demand the ball. But marketing, it's like, but is is marketing your final star trade? Like, is he the guy? So that I don't you think trade? he's the guy. Like with the Levine thing, I think Levine could come in and save them in a playoff game. Would you trade? I don't know if Laurie like all three firsts, Toby, two, I would couple can, seconds. How old is he? 
Mark pretty young, right? He's got to be what, 26? Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. 26, 27. Um, all three first and Toby. 26? Nailed it. I don't care about trading Toby, obviously. No. Um, it's basically whether the three picks. You have to. Someone's I think I'd do it. it. I feel like he compliments and beat Would well. you rather trade for him or OJ? Mm, I think he's better than OJ. That's a tough one. I think I would probably trade for OJ. I think I'd rather trade for OG too. Yeah. Perimeter guy more. I think I'd probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're too big with with marketing. <laughs> yeah. But all right, here's a question for you. Yeah. In a year where the Sixers like have a chance to win it all and have the assets and are one of the teams that can make a big trade, is it a disappointing collection of players that are available? Like we're talking about OG, Laurie Marketing, Zach Levine. I don't think Mitchell's a realistic option as of now. But even so, his star is shot has faded a little bit. Like it feels like in the year where the Sixers have all the pieces, there's not the guy that we're like, go get him. Well, I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of years past who was really available. That I mean, it's obviously revisionist it's good, it's history good now, but, but Harden. Microphone. Thanks. Yeah. I didn't think it was that loud. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it was. Well, when you have headphones on, you can tell everything. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Harden, I guess. But even Harden started kind of falling a yeah. little bit by that point. I don't remember like, the Kyle Lowry trade deadline. Yeah, that was bad. It was a bad moment for me. I really wanted Lowry. Yeah, I always, I always, I would have traded Maxi for him. I always couldn't believe he was like thirty six. He always, he feels perpetually thirty. Would you be in on trading for him? He's a big expiring, isn't he? Yeah, but I guess he wasn't helping very, at the very time. Old. Yeah, yeah, no, he's it, very cooked. He's, he's, he's. Very but old. him and Marcus Morris together, Philly guys. Oh, bring yeah. him back. And Pat Allen can tweet about how they played in high school basketball together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you know that. But <laughs> yeah. Pat Allen played high school basketball. Yeah. Um. No, I think I still think I'm. I still think I'm Team OJ. I think I'm Team OJ. And I think yeah. if he's here, I think hopefully Nick Nurse gets more out of him, and and uh, you know, he get a little bit of a steal. Do you think Maxie's gonna be an All Star? Yes. Think he's gonna start. Did you appreciate uh, Daryl Morey tweeting out Tobias with Toby? For, yeah, it was very good for All Star. So there must have been like an inside joke there. I didn't get because like if you're gonna tweet Toby, why not tweet everybody? Yeah, because Toby obviously does not deserve to be. An oh, All-Star. you know, I think it is the Sixers tweeted out a picture with three people: Embiid, Toby, and Maxi. Yeah, for All Star. Anyone to troll Spike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many of the Sixers personnel decisions are impacted by Spike? Well, the the Paul Reed thing is 100 percent Spike's yeah. fault. Yeah. You know, do, do I need to pay him the amount of money that they paid him? No. <laughs> Agreed. It's not, Agreed. It's not that hard to find a, a Paul Reed. Either way, uh, we will continue to work on Tobias Harris trade yes. uh, ideas. I I would trade for Herder and trade Louse. I'm just letting you know. I know. I mean, I'm in on it. I'm fine with it. Another really good shooter. Whatever. Is it Toby straight up for those two? Like, does the salaries uh, match? With, I don't do salaries. Okay. Well, I think I think the salaries do match because Herder did get paid. All right. Um, but either way, uh, another test tonight with the Sixers. Uh, they're finally maybe playing some real opponents. Maybe the next time we do a podcast, the Pistons will have won a game. Maybe not. Maybe you think they'll trade Cade Cunningham? Uh, uh, if he wants to. Like, he probably should not resign. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, do you, Would you be in on him? I don't know. Might be a loser, obviously. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There are two for certainly not a winner. I believe they're two and twenties. Yeah, not great. <laughs> Either way. Uh we'll be back at some point to react to it all for Elliot Park and Jack. This has been another edition of Black Culture.